But do we honestly think we can just will this into being, make these habits something that we do naturally? How many times, how many, how many things do you in your mind want? How many things that you vision about being and doing? And it doesn't come, it doesn't come to fruition. And you have even made efforts, you've even tried, but at the end of the day, you find yourself, well, losing energy, losing the desire. Welcome to episode 28. I'm Adam Como, the host of the Walking Closer podcast. If you missed our last episode, I want to encourage you to listen to it uh, first because uh, this episode uh, essentially picks up where that one left off. And what we're talking about is our character. And today, I essentially want to answer the question of how do we change our character? You, you might be thinking, I, I'm not the person uh, that I want to be. I always find myself in a mess because of how I respond to things. Uh, as, if you're a Christian, you might be thinking there are certain things that I, that I, that I, I, I am uh, about me, that I know, uh, certain things that I'm known for, and, and it's really not Christ-like at all. And so how, how do I transform my character? Uh, and as I said last time, my estimation, uh, like many things, we tend to focus on the wrong things when it comes to change. Uh, we have to uh, do, as Jesus said, to look beyond the surface to get to the to the roots. And so uh, let, let's get to the roots here. Let's try to get to the heart of the issue. Now, remember, our character is essentially what we do without thinking. Uh, Willard said it this way. Our character is that internal, overall structure of the self that is revealed by our long-run patterns of behavior and from which our actions more or less automatically arise. Uh, Typically, what happens when we we start thinking about our our character and how to change really anything, uh, especially when it comes to ourselves, uh, what we're attempted to do immediately is run to behavior modification programs or techniques uh, by essentially resolving to not be a certain way or do a certain thing. Essentially, by will alone, we try and change. But this will not, and we know it will not work. It will not, it will not bring about lasting change. We know this. So to understand where our focus needs to be, let's consider just a few things about character. So personal character results from, it comes from your values, which you really believe. Not what, just what you say you believe, but what you really believe, what you really value. Those things enact change uh, in, within you. They enact uh, 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 actions and choices that we make. Uh, your personal character results from or comes from the principles uh, that, are, that are ingrained within you, that are etched, that are engraved in us. Character is revealed in in what we feel and and what we do. Now, if we focus on what it's revealed in, that is what we feel and do, we would be left with just trying to 
only modify or control our behaviors. But to change our character, we have to go a little bit deeper, right? Because remember, character reveals what we value, our real beliefs, the principles we truly live by. These are the things that reside in the heart. And so that's where we must go. In other words, to, to, to address our character, we must address matters of the heart. Specifically, what I want to in a couple of weeks is talk about the will. But we, we, we really have to get down to matters of the heart. Now, now let, let me explain. There is no shortage of advice on how to build your character. Do a search. And what you're going to come across are things like 10 character traits everyone should have or, or principles to live by that will guide you into a more fulfilling life. And when you dive into the research of what these people say, you are told to, quote, be honest, have integrity, keep your promises, be loyal, be responsible, pursue excellence, be fair, be a good citizen, and so on and so forth. Now, the, the, these are things that are good, sure. But you're told that these are things that you must do, and you can even use them to develop a personal value system that will guide your actions. We are told to do things like this. Work hard, to build, to create, to survive and excel. Work hard. Engage in tough conversations with empathy and action. Nurture relationships that matter through good and challenging times. Exhibit humility in achievement of success. Be nice when everything tempts you not to be nice. Always get up, no matter what, to create something better than the day before. No task is too small and no person is too ordinary or extraordinary to extend a hand and a help. And if you do these things, they will build character. And the point seems to be to do these things as often as possible and make them your habits. But my question is, and while all these things can be good, and they can be useful if they're put in the right context and they're used in the right way, if we put them in their proper place. Now, my question is, how do you make them your habits? Do we honestly think that we could make these habits just by doing them over and over and over again? After the fact, and it's, we've gone through this already, after the fact that we've already been molded and shaped by so many things, some deep-seated, ingrained things within us. Yeah, sure, by getting up every day and going work out, it can bring about change in your life. But you know just as well as I do that it doesn't take long before you're not working out. You miss one day. You miss two days. What happened to that habit? Because before you know it, it's been a week. It's been two weeks. Okay, so so these are good things. Sure, absolutely. We could even say that some of these that we mentioned here are even Christ-like. But do we honestly think we can just will this into being, make these habits something that we do naturally? How many times, how many, how many things do you in your mind want? How many things that you vision about being and doing? And it doesn't come, it doesn't come to fruition. And you have even made efforts, you've even tried, but at the end of the day, you find yourself, well, Losing energy, losing the desire. These things do not become natural to you. And in my opinion, this approach does not go far enough. It's based on the idea that our character is demonstrated in what we do, and it is. So, but here's where it goes wrong. Since our character is demonstrated in what we do, the idea is, well, that's what you want to address. If we, if we want to change our character, we just change what we do. 
But you know just as well as I do that at the end of the day, that change only goes so far. It only goes so deep. Okay, but but how? how? Here, here's the thing. How do we do this? And it'd be real, genuine, and eventually natural, habitual behaviors, right? Because there's a real danger that by just focusing on the behavior, we really only change the way we are perceived by others. All the while, no real lasting internal change is taking place. And eventually, what happens? How many times have we gone through the cycle? What happens? We get tired of the charade. The gig is up. And there really has been no long-lasting internal change. Now, you might say, but these these are principles that I want to live by. And, and that's great. G- Jesus gave us principles that we should all want to live by. The reason we seek transformation in Christ's likeness is because we are aware of the fact that Christ's likeness is not fully ingrained within us. So what do we do? If it is indeed the case that our character is formed over time by the choices that we make, that's where we need to start. This is, this is where all the things we said concerning the mind really come into play. Now, this is where we make the change. This is where it's different. This is where we don't just focus on the actions or the behaviors, okay? When... We make choices. Remember, lots of the things that we've talked about already. This is where it all begins to come together. When we make choices, we are exercising our own wills. It's our freedom. It's our ability, our power to do good or evil, to say yes or no. It's our power to choose. And and we exercise that power every time we make a choice. Every choice we make is an exercise in the will. Just as thoughts and feelings cannot be separated, our wills are intertwined with our thoughts and feelings as well. See, our thoughts, remember, determine, they are, they help determine what we do. They provoke feelings that can motivate us to do something or to not do something. We, we, we never make choices without thoughts and feelings, which most of the choices we make, a lot of the choices we make are just simply based on feelings, which is why sometimes when we're not really feeling anything, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to eat, etc. We never make choices without thoughts and feelings. So our wills are dependent. They feed on our mind, that is our thoughts and our feelings. And when it comes to making choices, Those choices that we make in that moment are going to be based on what's in the mind. What thoughts and feelings specifically we have at the time of making the choice. Now, stay with me here. The mind depends on the will as well. Remember, there's like this dance, this back and forth. The will sets the direction for the mind. While the while, while and and that comes from the wheel feeding off of the mind, we we can exercise our wills and choose to fix our thoughts on what is, as Paul says, true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, whatever is excellent, praiseworthy. We we can we can exercise our wills and choose to set our minds, our thoughts on things that are above, as Paul said in Colossians three. See, the mind depends on the will, and the will sets the direction of the mind by 
making choices. And so this means that when it comes to exercising the will, we can change the will by changing the mind. By changing what's in the mind, the thoughts and the feelings our hearts will feed off of. Specifically, as this works and as this process goes along, the feelings and the the choices that we make based on the thoughts and the feelings that we have in that moment, through the choosing that we do and what we're going to set our minds upon, what we're going to allow within our minds, okay, we can change what our minds or what our wills, excuse me, have access to in the moments that we make these choices and decisions. Now, this in turn helps to change the choices we make. And those choices, those choices, they develop and reveal our character. See, character doesn't just reveal actions. It reveals thoughts and feelings. And if I want to change my character, my thoughts and feelings must be changed as well. And what this means when it comes to change is that we cannot just simply focus on the will in order to enact the change. It might be a short-term solution for managing behaviors, but it will not enact lasting change. Our thoughts and feelings about things must change as well. Now, if we're going to change, we have to know what we are wanting to change to. What do we want to be transformed into? What are the thoughts and the beliefs and the feelings and the principles and the ideas that need to fill our minds, which our hearts will feed on? And as as our hearts feed upon those things, they nourish and strengthen and work on changing the heart. A change that will be demonstrated through the exercising of our wills, the choices that we make. That is through the choices, right? And all the choices we make will in turn have an effect on the heart and mind. See this dance? This, this, is, this is where the impact of the gospel is felt on the mind and the heart. And it's seen, demonstrated through our lives. As we become disciples following Jesus, right? He is the image of God for us. He is that image for us. He, he, he reflects what those thoughts and uh, what, what that mind is going to be, what all this is going to look like, what those beliefs, those principles, the ideas that need to fill our minds that will change our hearts, that, that those things that our hearts are going to feed off of, right? Jesus, Jesus is that for us. He is the change. We're on a journey to being transformed into the image of Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit. Right? It's the power of the gospel. It's transformative. It interacts with our thoughts and feelings. It challenges our ideas and, and it changes our perspectives. And so, so if you're going to change your character, don't think just in terms of behaviors. In fact, it's that's not the question that you need to be asking. The question is, how do we change our minds? How do we change our thoughts and feelings? How do we address that? How do we address matters of the heart here? Don't just think in terms of behaviors. Think internal. Think mind. Thoughts. Feelings. Think heart. There's a reason why Paul says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because all of these things together... They determine how we exercise our wills, the choices we make. Change those, change your character. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Connect with me on the Walking Closer Facebook page. Drop me a message or any questions you might have. And make sure you join us next time as we explore becoming like Jesus from the inside out.